like the time that I was like, I want the Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess for on the Wii for my birthday. That is what I would like. And she was like, it's rated T. And I said, I'm 18. <laughs> about the quality about of the yeah 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 it's i mean what else are you going to do <laughs> that's fair what like if we clap and then we don't say anything about it like if like, did the clap even happen? did the clap even happen and also like <laughs> like it's i think it's because it's like you know like if you clap and it's shitty and then you just like leave that it's like oh that was so bad though and we're just gonna not even address how bad that clap was. Yeah, we're gonna pretend like we don't know that it was Versus bad. if it was great, then it's like, if we don't celebrate that, we've missed an opportunity. That's very fair. Hello to the singular person listening to this podcast. Hi there. I'm Taylor. I'm Sarah. And? And we, uh, we've, we've always read books for a long time. Like, both of us, we're avid book people. We've always read books for a long time. Oh my- <laughs> You can tell that we read a lot of books by the way that my t- words are good and and are, are well-structured. You can tell. The other day, <laughs> I was talking with a group of friends and they were talking about some, like, they've got a new, they've got a new hire at, you know, their place of business and they're, like, trying to train this girl and she's just, like, Is this at the not, barbecue restaurant? This is at the barbecue okay. restaurant. And she's just like not there, oh. but like she like the the boss knows her parents, and so they're like oh, not no. gonna be able to fire her. But like she's like a she's got a some nebulous learning disability that she's like won't talk about. But because she's got this, she like won't try to do anything. So they'll be like training her, and she just like stares into space, and they're like, okay, now you try. And she's like, oh, my darn learning disability, and like kind of uses it as a crutch. Oh no. <laughs> it was like, oh no. And they're telling me this story, and I was like, excuse me, I have dyslexia and an English degree. Yeah. This is not a, no. You can have both. You can, like, I don't, I don't care what her learning disability is. It's, this, it's not that bad. Yeah, you shouldn't just have given up before you even tried. Yeah. No. As I was predicting, Pepper is immediately causing bad Immediately causing mayhem and <laughs> <laughs> just. Get the leaf. Kill it. Get it, Pepper. Get it. She's. We always. We started having to put this, like, basket of cat toys between us on the floor while we record because she always wants to play fetch, but sometimes she won't bring the stuff back. Yeah. So we have to have, like, the basket so we can kind of silently be playing. We're silently playing fetch during, like, a portion of every episode. Yeah. Like, if, if there's, especially if there's, like, any kind of, like, like pause that's just a little longer than normal, it's probably because we're, like, playing fetch or, like, watching the cat or something. Yeah. So, but now she's gone into the basket, has, like, made a bunch of crinkling noises, mm-hmm. and has pulled out this leaf full of catnip that she is obsessed oh with. And she's, like, wrestling it on the floor right under the microphone. Pepper, you junkie. <laughs> she, <laughs> she's going wild. She oh is obsessed with this catnip leaf. It's oh so my God. funny. <laughs> she's like, 
Okay, Dude. let's take the crinkle yeah, toy let's out. Of please there. take the crinkle toy out. She's like, what? But I was, what? Anyway, um, so yeah, there's a cat here. Um, <laughs> we both have literature degrees. Uh-huh. That's really not important Mm-mm. to this discussion. Not at all. But it is, you know, it is a fact. It is true. It is true. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, we've uh, like I think when when did you start reading as a kid? Like, were you a were you a like a like always and forever sort of reader, or were you a, like a late bloomer? No, I was yeah, because I remember I was already reading when I was in school, and I was yeah. able to, I was able to read like you know like the small chapter books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember because I would like we had nap time in like kindergarten, mm-hmm. and I never wanted to take a nap, and you could like look at a book or whatever, and I was always uh, reading like yeah. you know some little book or whatever on my like nap mat. Yeah, very good. I was a late bloomer when it came to actually reading. Mm-hmm. I liked stories, and I liked it. Like, my dad would often read us stories at bedtime and things like that, and that was a lot of fun. Um, and I was, like, I was okay with, like, little chapter books mm-hmm. after a certain point, but I really didn't, like, want to start reading, like, a big book. That seemed daunting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was a bit of a late bloomer when it came to actually reading. Um, and then it was kind of a, like... Well, we got her to read. Now, how do we get her to go outside? Because um, then it was like, now I'm not going to stop ever. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's what happens when you <laughs> give a kid with, like, ADHD uh, anything. And yeah. And it's like, oh, now they're never going to stop. Yeah. I believe I've mentioned before, I think on the podcast, that when I was, I think... I think it was the Tale of Despero that, like, really got me into reading. Yes, you did talk about and that. And I uh, read the Tale of Despero, Despero, like, three times in a row. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, just hyper-focused on the Tale of Despero. <laughs> um, and then my mom was like, you have to read something else. And finally got me to read something else because she was like, here, this one's by the same author. Have the Tale of Winn-Dixie. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Not because of Win Dixie. Oh yeah, because of Win Dixie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I read because of Win Dixie and didn't like it because it was sad. It is sad. It's super sad. It's really sad. Um, and I was like, well, now oh, I don't want to do this anymore. And she was like, how about Narnia? And I was like, okay, Narnia is fine. That's so funny. We did, like, at our school we had Accelerated Reader, which I don't know if they do that anymore or if that's been, like, phased out since the early 2000s. But it's, like, where you, um, first of all, you take a test at the beginning of every year to establish, like, what your, like, reading level is. Oh, okay. And then, you know, they would, like, color code all the books in the library based on reading levels. So you could kind of know, like, oh, this book is within my reading level. Yeah. And in the classic (laughs) case of, like, every kid with autism naturally uh, my reading level was way too high yeah very quickly <laughs> yeah and they were like uh-oh and it was yeah so it was like okay i can read like pretty much whatever i want and so and then you would have like each book based on kind of like length and difficulty mm-hmm. would be assigned like a point value and then you would read the book and then take a test at, like just based on like information from the book okay and then if you like passed the test you would get like that point value for that book uh-huh. And you would, like, accumulate points, and you could, like, you know, you would have, like, a point goal that was, like, you know, 20 points or whatever, yeah. and you would have to read, like, 10 books, like, in that school year. Yeah. But then if you exceeded that, then there would be, like, prizes you could win if you got, like, you know, 50 points gotcha. or whatever. Gotcha. Okay. And so, that was a, I, I mean, obviously, like, that was a huge thing for me, because I was like, well, I read all the time anyway. Yeah, so, so I'm gonna get all the prizes. I'm gonna get all the prizes. And then also, when I was in fourth grade, 
my teacher had like a standing goal that you could reach, which is if you read and passed the test for the unabridged Little Women book, she would do a headstand in front of the class <laughs> to like Yo. celebrate you. Yeah. And so I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to read yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So I was 10 years old reading a 700 page book about like death and nice. poverty. Good for and, you. Like, which is such a weird book to be like, this is a good, for 10 year olds. For 10 year olds. Like, that's not a book meant for 10 year olds. It is not. Um, but there's really, I mean like, there on the one hand, and it's a, it's a nuanced topic, and I think I've, I've talked about this recently as well, because it's kind of been on my brain, but it's, it's, on the one hand, there are things that are meant for children, but on the other hand, children can handle a lot more than people give them credit for. Oh, yeah, and that book's not, like, violently, like, no. gory or violent or, like, it just sexually deals, explicit. It's it just deals heavy with heavy topics. terms. Yeah, yeah, like, heavy topics, heavy, like, heavy, heavy, like, conversations, but, like, not things that are inappropriate for a child, just things that might be difficult for some children. Yeah, there's, like, a kind of, like, an intense depiction of the sister dying of scarlet fever, I think is what she dies yeah. from, or something like that. Spoiler alert for a book that's, like, Yeah, spoiler alert old. for Little Women <laughs> that has, like, how many film adaptations at this point? Like, 800. Yeah. So many. Um, um, but it is, but it's not, like, you know, graphic or gory. No. It's just kind of, like, you know, dealing with, like, death and grieving, which is yeah. a good, good thing for a child to Absolutely. learn Absolutely, those are good things for a child to learn about. We had a similar thing, because I was homeschooled, as we all know, mm-hmm. and, um... We can all tell. Yeah. Yeah, it shows. Um... <laughs> For a long time, I was like, how do I appear the most normal? And then at some point, I was like, fuck that. I want to look like a hobbit. And that's kind of, that's where we're at. I don't think you can, I don't think it's possible to, like, not seem like you were homeschooled. Like, I think it's hard when, like, that is, like, the most foundational years of your life. So, like, you say that, but, like, I have met a lot of people who, when I say, oh, I was homeschooled, they're like, really? I would have never imagined that you were homeschooled. You seem so well-adjusted. I wonder if it has to do with, like, your nearness to other homeschooled people, because, like, a lot of people I grew up were homeschooled. Yeah. So it's like, I know the little things yeah. that you can kind of tell. And it definitely, that is it, because, like, like recognizes like. So I can always tell if oh, somebody's yeah. homeschooled every single time. Every time. If I've never been surprised at somebody who's like, well, I was homeschooled. Ever. Yeah, you're like, mm-hmm. um, I was like, mm, yeah, I could tell. Um, but, like, if you're not, if you weren't exposed to that, if you don't know the community, if you don't, like, know people like that, or, like, people who grew up in that, um, in that society, basically, then you don't have those little tells. So, like, yeah, you, knowing a lot of homeschool people growing up, you're like, no, of course I can tell. Yeah. But, like, I've had a lot of people, when I'm, when I'm, like, because I'll, I'll, I'll give them my classic first grade dropout line, and they're like, uh? And then I'm like, oh, I was homeschooled. And they're like, no way! That's crazy. I never would have imagined you being homeschooled. And I'm like... They're like, thanks. <laughs> Thank you. It's the queerness. It's... Yeah. That's... Yeah. But we had a... We had a similar reading program. I think, like, through our local library, we had a, a program where if you read enough books through, during the school year and into the summer... Um, and I think it was mostly a summer reading program. That was, like, the idea of it. But if you read enough books and got, accumulated enough points during the summer reading program, then you won free tickets to Six Flags. Ooh. And Ours was, like, a... Here's a book you get to pick out of, like, a pre-selected dude, shop Dude, we went to Six Flags every year on that. Hell every yeah. Every year we had a trip to Six Flags during the summer, and that was, like, the highlight of the summer because we would all do our summer reading, and I was, of the three of us, of, of the three of, you know, my siblings, 
I stuck with it lo- the longest. And so long after my brother and sister had kind of like lost interest or like wanted to do other things with their summer, I was like, no, 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 no. I'm still eligible for this program. Therefore, yeah, I am going still to going to read and go to Six Flags. And so then it became me and my dad would go to Six Flags every year together. That's and so it was, fun. It was very fun. It was very fun. It's a, a very nice memory for me. So, but yeah. But speaking of like kids and books and books that they shouldn't read and topics that they shouldn't read, that's what we're, that's what we really planned to talk about today. <laughs> This is Sarah and I had like a lengthy, lengthy conversation about discussion. this the other day. And I think it was funny because I was like so mad. The conversation amounted to like at the end of the which I'll say like explicitly at the end, but I wanna like ruin our whole point. Yeah. Was that Sarah was like, well yeah, I'm talking about this one book and describe something that happened and I was like, Yeah, that's like this other book that I read and describe like <laughs> Like the worst thing that's ever happened in a book. And she was like, to clarify, the thing that I was describing that I thought was too much was like this kid who like hawks a big loogie. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll explain the like full depth of that in a few minutes. I was like, I like went way above and beyond on the point you were trying to make. But it, I mean, it, it illustrates the point, but I was like, I feel like I should clarify that there was nothing, like, graphically violent about this book. It was just kind of nasty. Yeah, Sarah was telling me about, she was like, I, one of the, this started with her being like, yeah, one of the things that I hate in books is when they have, like, gratuitous graphic detail that doesn't need to be in there. It doesn't serve a purpose. It doesn't serve a purpose, and it seems like it's in there for, like, the shock value, Mm -hmm. or they'll do it sometimes with adult books to, like, make it more adult. Yeah. And then it's just, like, graphically gory or something, and you're like, this, but this doesn't fit in here. It's not, like... No, it's not for anything. Yeah. It's just there for no reason. And it's, like, it's kind of, like, I, I, it's kind of, like, where, you know, like, you know how, like, like... In, in in years past, people would make movies, and there weren't, like, they didn't really make children's movies or adult movies. They made family movies. They made yeah. movies where the story could be enjoyed by a wide range of ages. Mm-hmm. And then as people pushed boundaries a little bit more, a little bit more, and, like, ratings went up and up and up, it was like, well, now there are adult movies, but now it's like, oh, no, the kids don't have anything to watch. So they started making children's movies Mm -hmm. movies geared toward young audiences so now parents don't enjoy going to see movies with their kids and kids cannot go to the movies with their parents and nobody can watch movies together because there are no family movies it's sort of like that where it's like you could tell the same story without all the gratuitous violence or sexual content that like doesn't really have to be there and you would you would tell a story that was accessible to a wider range of people but instead you wanted to write an edgy adult book and so you've just you've just included this like pointless scene where someone's titties are out and then they're beheaded (laughs) and it's like this is not who is this serving yeah who is this for what does this do and it bothers me it's always bothered me i do not like just gratuitous and it's always, like, very, it's always very, like, graphically described, too. Yeah. It's just no good. It is no good. It's too much. It's too much. But it's, yeah, so we were, like, talking about this, and we were just talking about, like, different, 
And there's, like, lots of different ways that you can do it. For example, which, I don't think, you never figured out what book that was, did you? The the book with the loogie? The, yeah. No. No, I still haven't <laughs> found it. Yeah, there's some book that Sarah read as a child that was, like, some weird, like, King Arthur-ish retelling. She can't figure out what it was. No, if anybody just, knows, please let yeah, me know. Yeah, please let please us know me. which King Arthur retelling had this, like, gross scene where this kid, like, was he, like, oh, and here's, here's So here's the thing. Here's the other thing. It's, like... In this scene, it's not the kid. It's a grown man. Ew. A grown man. And Honestly, a realistic depiction of grown men. Honestly. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like this Arthurian fiction kind of book. It's like a coming of age thing. Anyway, there's this one scene where he's like talking with like, I think he's like supposed to, I, I think he's clergy if my memory serves. But this grown ass man is like a man of the church. And he's talking with one of the characters, and in the middle of the, the conversation, for no reason at all, not for emphasis, not to express disgust, not for any reason that is related, it's like we're having a conversation that has like meaning and drives the story, and then we're going to interrupt it for a paragraph describing how this grown man stops in the conversation plugs one side of his nose and like shoots snot out of his nose into the grass. Uh, it's gross and then they proceed with the conversation. It's so nasty, and it doesn't do anything. It's pointless nastiness. No, that's so gross. <laughs> so gross. It's so gross. It's so gross. And there's lots of ways that this like will happen because we were talking about other like movies and shows we've watched where they'll like where it'll be like too graphically violent. Yeah. Where it's like it just doesn't seem like it's serving a purpose. Yeah. Other than. To be graphic. Just being very graphically violent. And it's like, when it's adult content, that makes a little bit more sense. Because, like, some people just like that. Yeah. And that's whatever. It's like, sure. But, like, it's... Or that thing that they'll do where it's like, oh, we're gonna... You know, this is gonna be, like, a war movie. But then in the middle of the war movie, there's gonna just be, like, a sex scene for some reason. Yeah. But it's not, like, part of the story. Because I'm one to not... I'm the last person to complain about there being, like, extra sex in anything. Oh, of course. But it's like, if it doesn't do anything for the story if it's yeah, not it's part just, of the story if it's just like oh well like this is like a man's movie because it's got violence in it we're gonna have a sex scene because that's what women like yeah so we'll just put that in there <laughs> that's my favorite thing too is that it's like this is a man's movie because it's got explosions but women like sex so we're gonna put we're gonna put that in there but it's like but i thought the narrative was that women don't like sex so that seems odd yeah, you're really confusing here. You're, yeah, this is not... Yeah, no, it's it's so silly. Or the flip side, where you're watching... This is a romance. You're reading or watching a romance, and you expect there to be, like, tender moments and kisses and sex scenes and whatever else. And then out of nowhere, there's just, like, a mafia B-plot, and you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, you get in, like, a bar fight, and someone's got, like, a bloody nose. Yeah, and you're like, it's like, whoa! This isn't adding to the what story. What did this do? that it's like, yeah, this makes sense that this would happen. Yeah. You can't just put it in there and be like, well, people are going to bring their boyfriends to this movie. So, so like, we'll, we'll there's going to be like a bloody nose or two. Insane bar fight where people are getting like thrown over tables and windows <laughs> are shattering. It's just so silly. It is so silly and it's weird. Yeah. And then in the context of books too, it's like, 
like like there's a like a huge portion of the romance genre that is plagued by this where it'll be like it's like yeah sex scene sex scene sex scene gratuitous violence sex scene and you're like what (laughs) because i thought the purpose kind of the point of romance was to like be erotic be arousing like that's the idea of reading smut is so that you don't have to watch porn that's the point (laughs) i don't know if that's the point but it's one of the points (laughs) i have never read smut in lieu of watching porn but i think i might also be in the minority on that experience but but it's but you know like that's but the idea still is like you want it to be like yeah, Hot. it's and pornographic. It's material. pornographic material, and then if you like, you just shove like this horribly violent war scene into the <laughs> middle of it. It's like this has completely taken me out of the moment. Like I have no, I cannot. And then like I've read so many where it's like this horribly violent thing happens, and then they're like, "Oh, thank God, we're both alive. Let's make love about it." And you're like, "What?" <laughs> like, uh. <laughs> See, the thing is, it's one of those things where I'm like, I think that this doesn't belong here. But I also know that people like that. And I don't want to, like, yuck somebody else's yum. I, I, I'm going to yuck your yum a little bit, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> like, it's this, weird. The one that I was telling Sarah about was this one that I read. I don't remember what it's called. Yeah. Which, this is not for me. But mm-hmm. I did finish the book and, like, other people did, too. Yeah. I saw it recommended in the TikTok. So clearly there's a market for this. Um, but it's like this like, kind of mafia romance situation, which is, like, that is a whole genre. Yeah. And it's these two people, like, torture a person to the point of death. Yep. And then are so turned on by it that they immediately fuck in front of the dead body. And I was like, that's kind of a lot. That's a whole lot. That's a little bit too much for me. And I have, like, pretty... My, my boundaries are, like, pretty high. Yeah. I did continue to read the book, so, yeah. like, obviously like, it wasn't really too much. Skip that part. Skip a few paragraphs. Continue. But, like, I yeah. didn't even really skip any. I should have. <laughs> really should have. The whole time I was reading, I was like, whoa. Like, I'm very sensitive to kind of, like, violent gore like yeah. that. But it was, like, described, so it was, like, a little less bad. So I was like, oh, that's, like, ooh, that's, like, a little that's too a much. And then I Yikes. kind of kept going. I mean, sometimes you I'm do. I'm not a quitter. I, you know what? Good for you. Because I kept reading after the snot scene, so <laughs> I finished that book. <laughs> We had this whole conversation that after the conversation, I was like, yeah, I like this book. And I was telling Sarah and she was like, oh my God. And then she was like, <laughs> just like that at all. Yeah, she was like, just to clarify, the scene I'm talking about is this. And then told me about the snot. And I was like, oh. <laughs> my favorite thing too is that you were like, I like, like fully recoiled <laughs> when you were describing the snot scene. I was more horrified with the snot scene than the, the it's fucking pretty nasty. dead body scene. <laughs> it's pretty nasty. It's really nasty. Oh my god. Yeah, and so that was, we had a whole conversation about that, and it was also, it was kind of linked with this whole separate topic um, that I guess we can talk about here as well, because like, I don't know how many more times we can say that this knot was nasty. (laughs) I think we'll get the point. (laughs) But it also, it was like, like, it was in conjunction with this whole other topic where I was like, like we were saying before, children can handle a lot more than people give them credit for. Yeah. And it is... I feel like it is a disservice. I feel like it is doing 
kids a disservice by so heavily controlling like the things that they read as as many parents do and i'm not suggesting that you like just hand your child hardcore knife play porn that's probably gonna fuck them up probably but it is (laughs) it is something that it's like i don't think that it needs to be policed so heavily i think the kids are gonna be okay because they can they can digest and understand and and like and and interact with topics a lot more than we give them credit for like so when i was growing up um and i read the harry potter books Mm -hmm. i'm surprised you were allowed to read harry potter i wasn't okay i was like wow (laughs) yeah i wasn't but i didn't know that we'd never had any discussion about that and i want i went to visit my grandparents one weekend Mm -hmm. and it was kind of a rainy dreary weekend and my, I was bored and I was like, I don't know what to do. And like, you know, we can't go play outside. And my granddad was like, well, what if you read a book? This book, I think you would really enjoy. And he hands me the Sorcerer's Stone. And I ate that book up. I finished it in an afternoon. I loved it. And so then it was like, well, now the, you know, the, the, the weekend's over and you're going to go back to your parents, but you can borrow the second book. Like, please go ahead, borrow it, take it home. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I came home with this book. I read it in the car, all this stuff. I'm like so excited. I'm loving these books. And then we get home and my mom's like, um, so you're reading Harry Potter? And I was like, yeah, it's really good. Mm-hmm. And then later on, she was like, we don't really want you to read Harry Potter. And you're so like, I'm on book I was two. Like, I'm in, I was like, I'm literally two chapters away from the end of book two. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't want me to read Harry Potter? And I was like, very confused. And she was like, well, there's just, there's a lot of witchcraft in Harry Potter. And so if you're going to continue to read Harry Potter, then you have to read first and second Samuel as well. I would also like to argue the point that uh, wizardry is not witchcraft. Those are it different is things. not. I mean, it is the school of witchcraft and wizardry. But it, it is incorrectly, not- they are equating witchcraft to the female version of wizardry. Yeah, not it's true. not true. And it's Fun also, fact for everyone listening, those two things are not the same. They're not the same. And also, it's not as though it teaches you how to do witchcraft. No, it's like intentionally very silly and it's, the spells are like yeah, kind and, of and sounding. Latin sounding word. And it's not, yeah, it's stupid. But the whole, my, whole, my mom's whole problem with it is that when the books were first coming out and they were very popular and it was that first big push of like, wow, Harry Potter... They were displayed next to actual witchcraft books. Like when you went into a bookstore, she saw them displayed next to actual books, like for the purpose of real witchcraft and like for like, like, I wonder if that's true. I don't know. (laughs) I was eight. Yeah, I'm very curious to know if that was true or if that's like a. First of all, or like, you know, one bookstore did that and then a bunch of people heard that that happened or. I don't, I have no idea. Uh, she made it sound like she couldn't go anywhere into a Barnes and Noble without seeing that. Yeah, but she also told you that people sacrifice black cats, and that also isn't true. So, <laughs> I looked that up. After. Did you? Yeah, because oh. I was like, that sounds like one of those things that like Christian people say to like make witchcraft. Well, sound my bad. whole life has been a lie. <laughs> yeah, it's not true. Oh <laughs> I looked God. it up. Which, I mean, it's like, I, which she probably thought it was true. I'm sure yeah. it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to lie to her. It was probably like, oh, I. Well, on some apparently forum, enough people that. thought it was true because, like, Pet stores literally won't sell those animals. Yeah, apparently that's based on, like, a really bad stereotype. That's hilarious. Yeah. 
the thing that we're alluding to is last time Sarah and I were hanging out, she mentioned that there was like a thing with like, oh, like, you know, Wiccan people or Satanists like sacrifice black cats around Halloween and so pesters like won't sell them, which is like, I think some will and some won't and it's like based yeah. on a bad stereotype, but let, yeah, that's not true. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> it's just like a thing that people made up to like make people afraid of Satanists. Oh, Christians, I'm sure. Yeah, probably, yeah. 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 They, they like doing that. That's one of those, and I think this happens a lot. And it still happens now, but, like, it happened a lot, especially kind of in, like, when we were children, where it was, like, the internet was around, but not as prolifically, so yeah. you could kind of hear, like, a fact on, like, a forum or something, and, and you was... would have no easy way of looking up that it wasn't yeah. true. Yeah. So you'd be like, oh my god, that's horrible. Yeah. And, and then we you were, just thought it was true. And we were also coming off of, like, the kind of satanic panic of, like, the 80s, early yeah. 90s, and so there was just a lot going on. Yeah. But, well, that's good to know. My whole yeah. life has been a lie. Um, th- I hate being lied to. It's the worst. <laughs> it's the worst. Especially when people are just using it as, like, They're just, like, to make you afraid of random information. Yeah. I don't know. What were we even talking about? The witchcraft books. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, whatever. Whether it's true or not, that's why she believed that it was, like, not good for me to read. And so she was like, you need to read it in conjunction with First and Second Samuel in the Old Testament. Because there's her words, quote, there's a, it talks a lot about witchcraft in those books as well. Does it? I don't, I don't, I don't remember that it does. But so it's I don't know how long, long it's been since you've read First and Second Samuel. A long time. Yeah. Um. It doesn't. There are three verses. Three verses. Count them three. In the whole two books, First and Second Samuel, that allude to witchcraft, and the whole the whole three verses amount to, and there was a witch, and she came and did bad things, and they killed her. It's always, and they killed her. I, it's something like that, or they sent her away, or the prophet sent her away. Yeah, it's, uh, it's something like that, where it's yeah. like, there's three verses where it's like, she's here, she stirs shit up, and then she's gone. <laughs> Sounds like my kind of woman. And that's the whole, in, in, in all the books. Has your mom ever read her since 2nd Samuel? Apparently not. Apparently <laughs> she's not read that or Harry Potter. No. God, I was like 13, I think, when I was allowed to read Harry Potter for the first time. Yeah. For the same reason. Yeah. And only because I saw it in the bookstore and Mm -hmm. was like, oh, I want to read this. And I, when was that? I think this was like, maybe, I think the books were all the way out, but the movies were still coming out. Yeah. Because I remember that it was like, I had watched some Harry, some of the first Harry Potter movie with my dad. Right. Because I remember that scene where they're, like, walking up the steps to Hogwarts or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I had stayed with my aunt for a weekend. And she went to see the, the sixth Harry Potter movie. Yeah. And I went to see something else in a different theater. Uh-huh. Because I wasn't allowed to watch Harry Potter. Right. But my movie was way shorter than her movie. So when my movie was over, I had to go in and, like, sit with her and until it was watch over. watch Harry Potter. And I, <laughs> spoiler alert for the end of Harry Potter, I guess, the scene that I walked in on is that scene where Snape kills Dumbledore on the top oh, of no! the top of the tower. happening and I was like oh my god you know there's like that scene at the end where they're like mourning his death or whatever oh my and, I was, like, god. Okay. and then 
I think after that was when I was like, and I somehow didn't even really connect with that. Like, I knew it was Harry Potter, but it's like, it didn't really click, like, yeah. what it was. And I was at the bookstore with my mom, and I was like, oh, can I get this? And she was like, no, I don't want you reading that. It's witchcraft. And I was like, well, I've already seen Harry Potter with dad. Yeah. <laughs> and she was, like, kind of mad at my dad. And my dad was like, <laughs> it's a movie. It was one of the few times that my dad was like, you know, I think it's fine. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah. And so she was like, okay, but we were going on a trip with my cousins, who were older than me, like a year older than me. And so I was like, probably 13, 14. I think yeah. it was the summer between 7th and 8th grade. So I was probably yeah. 13. And um, we were going on the trip. My mom was like, you can, t-, and I was like reading through the middle of Harry Potter. And she was like, you can take those with you, but you can only read them in your room because redacted cousins' names are not allowed to read that. Their family is very offended by it. Oh my god. And so they didn't want them to see that I had it and, like, and then be start, like, like a family fight yeah. about me reading books about witchcraft. Yeah. And so I, like, you know, kind of, like, read it in my bed at night or whatever, and it, like, didn't turn into a thing, but I, like, read them a lot. I read them, like, I've probably read Harry Potter, like, seven or eight times all the way nice. through. Because I was, you know, a, ch- a child yeah. with ADHD and autism, and I was yeah. like, oh my I god, this is the best thing I've ever read. Yeah. I was told that I wasn't supposed to have. Yeah. Yeah. And so Excuse I, like, me. read it a bunch. And, of course, the whole time I'm like, this is still... Like, I never this was maybe like, witchcraft. I think I would have become a Wiccan. Yeah. Because that's also not... Because, they're, they're because not there's no mention of Wiccan. No! <laughs> it's, in the book, it's, it's very, not about that. No, it's very, like, silly, like, fanciful magic. It's not in any way, like, related to, like, you know, current modern-day practices of, like, yeah. you know, witchcraft or Wicca or anything like no. that. No. It's very, like, fanciful and silly. Yeah. But nobody, like, I, which I think my mom has read them, so I'm like, surely she would have known that. But maybe it had been so long that it was kind of like... Yeah. Who knows? You know, or whatever. she, or, or maybe she saw the same article that my mom saw about how they're displaying them in the bookstores. <laughs> so Who funny. knows? Who knows? I would love to know if that was true. I'm like, I'm sure it probably happened at least yeah, one somewhere. place that someone, like, didn't make that up out yeah. of nowhere. Or, like, maybe it was, like, a Halloween display, and they were just like, let's, these are, like, creepy-looking Halloween-y kind of books. Yeah. Let's do this. Because it seems weird that people would be like, oh, we're going to put a child's book next to, like, like books on witchcraft. Yeah, those two things. That's not how you. That's not how make you displays in a bookstore. Nobody's store. gonna like. Yeah. So unless it was something where it was like seasonally appropriate, where they're like, "This is like we're gonna like we're yeah, doing here's a some, thing like, spooky here." Halloween yeah. books or whatever. Where it was like, "Here's a pumpkin carving book and Harry Potter and this witchcraft book." Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't which know. also seems kind of weird, but like, but it was also like we have to put this in the context. Yeah, of this, this was, was like the two thousands, the kind of the twenty tens. Yeah, this is probably like I don't know, what like religious sensitivity was a new concept. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was people were. It was a new, people did not know things. We were we had just we had just societally come to the point of understanding maybe it's okay for people to not be a size zero. Yeah, so, it's not, I mean, like, the standards are low. Yeah. (laughs) The bar is not high. No. In 2010. No. Especially in, like, (coughs) any sort of, like, you know, where we live. In the Bible Belt. We live in the South. Yeah. Yeah. The Bible Belt. And in the worst of all the states to live in, honestly, in my opinion. It's pretty bad here. I would argue Alabama's worse. I'm sure that it is. I don't live there, so I don't. Know. I don't live there either, but I've heard some scary shit. Coming so, yeah, out of Alabama. Uh, uh, there are definitely other places that are also, in term, like especially that. in terms of like racial. Oh my god! Like yeah. we're like we're a, we're not the best, but we're we're doing okay 
in terms of like racial equality yeah. here versus yeah it you know, could be worse it could be worse but like it's pretty I'm bad not here saying it's be- I'm not saying it's good oh yeah and especially <laughs> when it comes to religious stuff oh, people yeah. are so weird Ooh, because there's like boy. even if people aren't like explicitly Christian there's like a very widespread like Christian light kind of yeah vibe and yeah. people are very weird about there's a lot of like any other religion diet Christian culture and it cracks me up because it is at a point where like kind of no one's happy with it because like the people who are not Christian are like I would really just like to be left alone please and the people who are a lot of them are upset by how diet the culture is yeah my mom the other day we oh, said no. some, we were having a conversation and like said something about like you know like oh there's a church on every corner or something like that and my mom was like well but people don't go to church anymore. And we were like, right. Yeah, I wonder why that might be. Yeah. <laughs> it couldn't like possibly be because that's your attitude. <laughs> it couldn't possibly be because if you go to church, like, people are like, it's like, it's like the equivalent of, like, your mom being like, oh, look who finally decided to come downstairs. Well, good morning. Thanks for joining us at the breakfast table. Yeah. And you're like, I'm leaving the breakfast table now. This is the worst. Hang on. Ah! No. Sorry, there was a cat emergency. <laughs> it's definitely not an emergency, but well, I, think, I think my cat's getting an eye infection. Yeah, I think I think that constitutes... It's, it, you need to act fast in those situations. Well, sure. This happens, unfortunately, more often than it should. Yeah. She, she's fine. Oh. <laughs> I look so ever. sad. I put, like, stuff in her eye, and now it's all, like, goopy, and there's, like, stuff everywhere. Anyway. Hopefully it'll be better. This would not be a podcast episode without a cat. Some sort of cat issue happening right in the middle of the episode. But anyway, I don't remember what we were talking about before, but, like, yeah, so, just, with, like, the Harry Potter, like, there's, like, policing the Harry Potter because it's like, oh, well, there's, there's witchcraft. It's like, there's really not. Yeah. There's goofy fake words and like descriptions of things floating like it's it's there's none yeah um it's very it's very cartoony you know and then and then one of the things that i talked about the other day when we were having a conversation about this was the aragon books i was really into reading the aragon books and i got two books deep and those are thick books yeah that's that's, huge. that's a commitment i think i only read the first one and then i was like i don't know i don't blame you um <laughs> the first one's like pretty okay the second one's better the third one's worse Hmm. um but i i never read the fourth one i gave up um but so i was like i was like neck deep in these books and then when i finished the second one she was like i don't actually want you reading the third one and i was like fucking why she was like it's inappropriate there's some inappropriate themes and i was in high school by this point and the inappropriate themes that she didn't want me to read, which I found out later when I did eventually read it, were just that, like, a an engaged couple has sex and the, she, the woman gets pregnant. Is the sex, like, depicted? or No, it's a fade to black. Oh, my God. It doesn't even say they're going to have sex. It, it literally is, like, they get engaged and they're happy and they go to bed. And then, like, chapters later, there's, like, some indication that she's pregnant. Oh, my God. Because, you know, you don't know right away. 
Yeah. And that's the whole, like, that's the whole thing. How inappropriate. But she didn't want me, her 15-year-old, reading that. Because that was just inappropriate. So instead she gave me this book with the nasty snot thing. <laughs> and that also, also yeah. That also had a pregnancy plot. I was so mad. And what I would argue is a worse plot. Like a more inappropriate, more damaging plot. Because it, it was a... Like, it was a, like, power imbalance relationship. It was, like, a secret shameful thing. And then it, when, when it was discovered that the girl was pregnant, she was sent away because the Lord's son got one of the maids pregnant. Oh, my God. And it was like, that is way worse than a loving couple having a baby a little earlier than you would like them to. Yeah. And I just... <sighs> Like the time that I was like, I want the Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess for on the Wii for my birthday. That is what I would like. And she was like, it's rated T. And I said, I'm 18. <laughs> this is a real thing that really happened. I believe that's why it's so funny. And when later on I said that this happened, she was like, you were not 18. I said, I literally was <laughs> it's funny how parents will do that and they'll be like you can't watch that or that's inappropriate or whatever and then later on they're like that didn't happen and you're like it, why would I sure why would I have deprived all, myself why would of I, content why would I, I wanted to up? watch the number of times that my mom has been like you haven't seen this movie and I've been like you weren't allowing me to see this movie and she was like oh well I don't know why I would have done that I was like <laughs> Because she's in a bikini, mom. Because she's in a bikini. Or because they say shit one time. Or because it doesn't matter how, why. It doesn't matter why. The point is that it happened. And, like, I have a lot. My memory at 18 is way better than your memory at 45. <laughs> I think of the two of us, I would remember that you did not allow me to watch Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> And so to this day, I've still never seen Mrs. Doubtfire. I even I watched Mrs. Doubtfire as a child. No. <laughs> Why? Because they're divorced. I don't know. I haven't seen it. <laughs> Probably because it's cross-dressing. Almost certainly because it's cross-dressing. <laughs> I was watching. Um, I was watching Hairspray one time after college. Oh I was, like, my home god! Watching Hairspray, and she was like, "Is this the one where he cross-dresses?" And I was like. John Travolta, yeah, it is. <laughs> and she was like, what? And left the room. What was that? Oh, I know what movie. There was this movie. Sarah's mom hates me. <laughs> because I'm like a little too liberal. And the only thing, she would hate me if she knew me for sure. Oh my for God. Real. She, she knows very little about me. Only things that I or Sarah have told her. I feel like if I came out to my mom, she would be like, it's because of Taylor, isn't it? She would. She just, <laughs> her mom's not like me. And the only things that she knows about me is that I had kind of a, a rebellious haircut. Yeah. I had an undercut a for like years. Haircut. Yeah, I had a non-traditional haircut. And I showed Sarah the movie Mona Lisa Smile. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> her mom really did not she like She did not movie. like that I was watching that. She was like, oh. It's like, like fully in 
in my 20s and I'm watching this, this movie. after college. This is after college. I am like 25 years old and I'm watching this movie at home on like a nice lazy afternoon. She's like, well, what are you watching? I was like, oh, it's called Mona Lisa Smile. And she was like, <laughs> I do not like this movie. And then she stayed. <laughs> she stayed and watched it with me and made snide comments. And I was like, you don't have to watch it. So my favorite thing, if you haven't seen that movie, it's not like a super popular movie. No, know. it was... It's a movie about this lady in, like, the 60s, maybe? Yeah. The 50s or 60s. And she's, like, a teacher at, like, a girl's school. Uh, yeah, like, like a, a girl's, girl's college. Yeah, like a girl's college. Like, when, um, when colleges were still kind of, like, they had the yeah. segregated colleges. And she teaches at a girl's college. And so there's, like, kind of a dual perspective of this teacher who has, like, um, you know, is, like, living apart from her boyfriend or fiancé or whatever. Um... And she's kind of, like, seeing the teacher side of things, and she, like, knows this one teacher um, who's, like, a lesbian, and this other teacher who gets, like, kicked out of the school for giving a girl, like, birth control. Yeah, she, like, uh, like gives them contraceptives to, like, keep them safe, and then yeah. she, like, gets and in trouble. she gets trouble. fired, and so you're seeing kind of, like, the teacher side of this, and then also the students, and there's, like, this group of students, and, like, you know, a couple of them are, like, one of the girls gets married, and, like, you know, mm-hmm. kind of this side of it. And it's about, like, you know, the teacher is kind of arguing with this one girl who gets married, and she, like, you know, kind of isn't attending her classes, and it's, the whole thing is, like, there's more to life than just getting married and having a family. Yeah. It's really, it's a story, it really is a story about, it's, it's, it's a story about femininity. And, yes. like, what is femininity, and what is, like, you know, like, and, because, like, there's the one girl who gets married and then later gets divorced because it's not working out and then there's the other girl who gets married and the, the teacher she was like one of her favorites and she really pushed her to like go to this other school and yeah, like, get, she's a, like gonna go to get a second degree like and go, yeah go to law school and she really pushed for this and she was like you could do this and I was like so you know like but she's like but that's not the life I want yeah I, I can do that and I thank you for encouraging me but I can also get married and have a family and live the life I want and that's also a good thing for me to do yeah the whole point is like the balance of feminism of like Feminism is not, you should never get married and have kids. It's that yeah. you can do whatever you want to do, and if you don't want to do that, you don't have to. If yeah. you do want to do that, that's great. Yeah. Like, that's the message of the movie. And it's it's a lovely movie. It's very lovely. But because it deals with topics that are not, like, clean, pristine, like... Yeah, nuclear, the college girls are having sex. Yeah, the college girls are having sex, and the one girl is, like... They, they make comments about the one girl being a lesbian, and there's, like, the just, that's just too much. Too much. It's too much. She can't watch it. She's, gonna, she's, she's gotta make snide comments about it during the whole film. Your mom. My mom. Nothing makes me laugh more than the fact that your mom hates me so much. I know. For, like, the, like the, she it's doesn't know anything so about me that is worth hating. Yeah. She doesn't know any of that stuff. She only knows, like, the most random stuff that she's like, well, she seems liberal. Yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah, but, like, you don't even know that. Yeah. And, like, I, she might know. She might know because, like, it, it's kind of one of those things where, like, like I know, like, with your family, you, there are certain things that you withhold because, like, I have to continue to see you. Yeah. Um, but if my mom's like, what's Taylor doing now? And I say, oh, she's in grad school. And she says, Oh, what 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 is she in grad school for? And I say, oh, sex therapy. Oh boy, no wonder she hates me. Yeah, but uh, but but to me, I was like, I was like, this, this is a perfectly valid yeah, field. This is a good field, and I would like to use this opportunity to like just let you know, mom, 
then I don't have a problem with her doing this. Yeah. And you probably shouldn't either. Yeah. I know you're gonna, mm-hmm. but stop. Oh my god, no wonder <laughs> she hates me. Yeah. That's so funny. Because I said the word sex in the same sentence as your name. Oh no. That's just too much. God, what a crime. Too much. <laughs> yeah. It just... And maybe that's why I have such strong feelings about this. Censorship, especially censorship of children and, like, like children of any age, stop. Yeah. Stop doing that. Book baiting, all that Book stuff. Baiting, it is not helpful. All it does is breed, like, resentment and mistrust. It does. And parents are more <clears throat> than capable of, like, you know, if they let their kid read something, you would let your kid read or whatever, like... More than capable of understanding that, you know, their child is mature enough to handle this topic, whatever. Yeah. And also, I read lots of things I shouldn't have read when I was a child. Yes. I'm okay. Yeah. It's not gonna irreparably fuck up the child no. because they read a book that had some, like, mature-ish content no, in it. Yeah. No, it's not gonna fuck up your kid. And it's also, it's just, it's one of those things where I'm like, if you're going to say that a book is inappropriate or unsuitable for your child... You better have read that book from cover to cover. Oh, yeah. Recently. Yeah. Like, I like I don't... I'm... Not you... Not you got the opinion of some stranger on, the, on a forum on Facebook. Like, you yourself should have read that book from cover to cover. And I, like, and identified, like, different parts of that book through the lens of what do I know about my child? Yeah. And what do I feel is safe for my child yeah. at this stage in there? And, like, it's just... It's dumb. It's dumb. That's the that's literally, that's the only, I think, appropriate way to do it. Because anything else is, again, just going to breed resentment and mistrust. Exactly. The amount of conversations that I've had with my parents where I'm like, you guys wouldn't let me watch that. And they're like, no. And I'm like, yeah. And yeah. I, like, I feel negatively about that still. Yeah. And it's not just like, oh, I really want to watch Spongebob and you didn't let me. It's like, like, why? We wouldn't have ever have conversations about, like, why it might be bad. Yeah, or... no, there was never a why. It was just, no, you can't watch this. And It's yeah. inappropriate. It's yeah, always it's, the... Yeah, it's inappropriate because I said so. It doesn't matter. And, and, yeah, I'm the same way. Like, when my mom, to this day, is like, oh, my gosh, this is a great movie. And I'm like, I've never seen it. She's like, what? You've never seen this? This is one of my favorite movies. That is... I can't, how am I not supposed to feel resentful about that? Because it's like, this is one of your favorite movies, and you elected not to share it with me, your child, because you deemed it inappropriate. And it's like, for who? Why is it inappropriate for me, but it's not inappropriate for you? And then when I tell you, you didn't let me watch this, and you're like, what? No, that doesn't make any sense. No, it didn't make any sense. You're right. So why'd you do it? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Why did you do it if it obviously doesn't make any sense? That's so dumb. I still can't get over the, it's rated T for teen, and you're like, fucking, I am a teen. I am, like, I'm about to be, like, I'm about to leave my teens. I am, like, so <laughs> close to not being a teen anymore it, that, that it's like, why are we even having this discussion? It's fucking Twilight Princess. It's, it's Twilight not Princess. It's like, rated T because they muted the color palette a little. It's not, yeah, there's nothing in that. It's even like, it's like cartoon violence. It's, it's not even like, oh, it's too graphic. And like, there's no cartoon violence. It's like cartoon fighting. And then when you kill an enemy, they poof into smoke. Yeah, there's not anything in there. There's nothing in there. But it's rated T. So, did you get it for your birthday? Yes. 
Yes, I did. Because <laughs> I put my foot down. You should have, like, sat there and made her play with you and be like, alright, tell me when you see the inappropriate content, Mom. Oh my god, I should have. <laughs> so ridiculous. That's so stupid. <clears throat> Even the, like, more recent ones that are, like, much more realistic are not, yeah, like, they're inappropriate. Not because it's a Zelda game. That's yeah, not Zelda the, games, it's not like Call of Duty where it's like, no. alright, they're gonna explode into, Which, like, by guts. the way, my brother played Call of Duty all the fucking time. Oh and my do you want to know what my primary method of hanging out with my brother was for all of my like preteen and teen years? Watching him play incredibly violent video games. But you're a woman, Sarah. I know. I know. Which is why I couldn't play them. I could sit there and watch my brother play video games, but I was not allowed to play them. That's fucked up. It is fucked up. That's so fucked up. It is fucked up. And his games were wildly violent. Several of them had very sexual themes. Because he played Fable and uh, and Bioshock and Mass Effect. Mass Effect has, like, whole, like, romance subplots where you watch the characters have sex on screen. In Mass Effect 2... There are multiple sex scenes. <laughs> the sex and scene I couldn't, is unreal. I couldn't play those. But my primary method of bonding with my brother from age like 10 to whenever he left for college was watching him play these video games. Oh my god. And I would, like, look up tutorials for him about, like, oh, we're stuck. What? How do we get out of this place? I would, like, look I would like look up, like, how do you get out of this area? Or, like, what's the secret to that puzzle? I would, like, participate in the game with him in that way because I wasn't allowed to hold the controller unless he was, like, here, do you want to play for a little while? And our parents weren't in the room. Oh, my God. But when I, at age 18, wanted my own video game for me to play... It was rated T. That's fucked. That's it is so fucked. fucked. It's fucked. No wonder your brother is like a sexist pig. Yeah. This was modeled for him. Yeah. Gross. I know. Oh my god. And it's like... <laughs> That's so fucked. So, it's is it any wonder that I feel so strongly about the topic? Yeah, the I don't Censorship you. of your children. It's just, you don't do it. Yeah, that's don't. messed up. Yeah. Thankfully, I did not have any brothers, so this was Good not a you. thing. Although, there definitely was disparity in terms of, like, what me and my sister were allowed to do. And we're only two years apart. Oh, yeah. And, like, there was disparity in what... There were a lot of things that were just disparate in what my brother could do versus what we could do. And some of them, like, looking back, I understand. I don't have to like it, but I understand. Because, like, my brother at age 11 was gallivanting through the woods unaccompanied by anybody. Like, he would go off with his friend, gallivant through the woods that are, like, nearby our house, or <laughs> were at the time. Um... And, like, just, he would, like, he would leave in the morning on a Saturday, and he would just be gone all day, off in the woods. The, like, I mean, there were snakes, there were, like, coyotes, there, the, at one point they stumbled across a, um, a homeless camp, um, and there were people there, and that's not a safe place for children to be. You know, it's like, just like, just generally, children should not be alone in the woods with, yeah. uh, with strange adults. Um, 
And, like, there were just all these things. Like, he would come home with these, like, massive gashes down his leg because he, like, fell or something like that. And he's like, it's fine. Um, <coughs> excuse me. But my sister and I were, for most of our childhood, until we were probably, like, both in our teens. And we're two years apart. So, like, by the, like, an, until we were both, like, well into our teens, we were not allowed, if we wanted to go outside and, like, walk, mm-hmm. we were not allowed to leave our block. Oh my god. We had to walk circles up and down our block mm-hmm. until I was probably 14 years old. Yeah, that's kind of dumb. Yeah. And again, it's like one of those things where I was like, I, I get why, because like young girls are at much higher risk being unaccompanied outside than, than young boys are, totally. But the risk... I feel like it kind of balances out when you let him just go do fuck all, whatever he wants, and, like, he's off with, like, he's off. Again, there are venomous snakes. There are, you know, people who could be, they they could be predators, they could be on drugs, they could be whatever, and he is off. He doesn't have a cell phone. He is just gone with his friend for the whole day. Yeah. And just comes back when the sun starts to set. I feel like that is a lot more dangerous than just letting us go up the street. Yeah, that's kind of dumb. Yeah. And the only times that we were allowed to walk... This is the other great thing. The only times that we were allowed to walk past our block is if we were with the neighbor's girls. If we went to hang out with our friends across the street and hung out with those teen girls, they were allowed to walk places, and so we didn't have to tell anybody that we were walking places. Because they were allowed and we were with them. And so it was like, yeah, yeah like if we're, if we're by ourselves, if it's just me and my sister, we have to stay right here. And then like, eventually we kind of push the boundaries and we're like, we can walk through the neighborhood. But like, can't go into the woods and can't go too far down. And like, can't just, just can't be out of sight, basically. Yeah. But if we go and we're now under the neighbor's jurisdiction. Yeah. Then... Wander wherever you want. Go down to the gas station. Get some yogurt. Who cares? Get some yogurt. Yeah, our gas station had frozen yogurt. Oh, frozen yogurt. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I should have said some that. Yogurt. Yeah, like, but it was uh. like, yeah, it's like, yeah. Walk down a major street. Get get some froyo. Do whatever you want. Because the neighbors' girls can do it. Yeah, so like we can that. do it with them, but we can't do it by ourselves. It's funny how you can do stuff like that because we like I had friends that I would hang out with. Like, growing up, they were allowed to, like, you know, just kind of wander the neighborhood or yeah. whatever. And we were, yeah, we were allowed to do it at their house. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, my mom probably didn't know about that, and I'm sure I didn't tell her for that exact oh, reason. Oh, for sure. But yeah, it's like, well, I'm allowed to do it somewhere else. So, like... So, like, why not here? Yeah. Yeah. It's just silly. It is very silly. Anyway. This took a weird tone. This took a weird tone. This this went places. It did go places. Anyway. Yeah. Thanks, and we're sorry. <laughs> I can never find the little button fast enough. I know. Enough. <laughs>